0: Good afternoon, everybody. Early evening, uh, winding down the regular season for high school soccer. Short conference tournament is next week, actually, already. Today, I have a special guest, senior from Madison, Riley Rampone. Riley, thank you for taking time out today. Um I have to practice to talk to me about soccer. Yeah. So, you know, you... Uh, decent start to the season, tough game Saturday. Uh, what did you think about the game against, you know, rival Wall?
1: Um, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. I know they're a great team. Wall's always been a great team. They have a great program. So I was very nervous. The team was nervous. So I try to tell them, like, you just go out there. We have nothing to lose. Like, we just play your hardest and play together. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a very competitive game. Um, yeah,
1: it was. You know,
0: I know World War one 2 nothing, but it wasn't like they dominated the whole game. Your team definitely had their share of chances uh, to score. And, you know, under the light, lights, you know, as a player, there has to be a great atmosphere, you know, to be yeah. involved with, you know, large crowd out there, you know. So that had to be fun as a player in that, yeah, that exactly. environment. Now, let's start, you know, when you were younger, you know, how old were you when you started?
1: I started playing competitive soccer when I was about seven. I think I was.
0: That's like a little late for soccer. You're yeah,
1: just... it was.
0: Okay. Um. Now, you know, you, you know, your mom, part of a national team. How much of an influence has she been with you for soccer?
1: Oh, yeah. So, like, it's it's crazy how much she's influenced me through just like the mentality, like the development of the game, like through everything she has been there for me through my ups and downs especially with my injury so yeah. she's helped me through so much I like I can't even like come up with words about it
0: it has to, you know it's an advantage for any player whose parent played the sport but you know the level she played at you know it has to be especially you said your ups and downs you know her being through it must you know when you're on your downs it must be really helpful getting her you know picking her brain yeah,
1: and, yeah. especially like just like any moment where I'm like, Oh no, I don't know what to do. What do I, I always look at her and she always has an answer and it's the best thing. It's like, Oh mom. what? Are- oh, and then she tells me like, Oh, do this, do that. And I'm like, okay, got it. And then when it works, I'm like, God, just, I just want to be wrong one time.
0: <laughs> Did you play other sports when you were younger?
1: Uh, yeah. I played basketball. That, that was really competitive, especially with like all my teammates. Now we always talk about it because we played it against each other with like all the surrounding schools, like Spring Lake Heights and Brielle. So it's, it was a lot of fun, but.
0: What made you, you know, uh, where soccer became more of your passion over basketball? What, what was the deciding factor?
1: Um, I think honestly was just like the mentality of it. Like for basketball, it was like, when I went into it, I always played my hardest, but for something in me for soccer, it was just like, I had more of a drive to just do amazing
0: now you have a younger sister. Uh you said she she plays not on a club team, but plays for, for the school. And you your cousin is currently playing in college, Shay Yoakum. Um, did I pronounce her last name right? Yoakum? Yeah. Yokum. Okay. How you know, her being a little bit older, you know, couple, you know, two years old, right? She's a sophomore yeah, or junior this yeah. year? She?
1: she is a junior.
0: Junior. So were you able to, you know, first of all are you two very close cousins
1: yeah we're very close we talk all, um sorry <clears throat> we talk all the time and I ask her so many questions about college too and she's like even though she's far away I we are always on the phone always texting
0: that has to be you know great somebody that you know went through you know some of the experiences you're going through in high school and you know when you get to college next year went through it you know having such a Family member, and you know, her mother was also a great athlete in Point Pleasant, uh, as long as with, with your mother, so that has to be great. Where is she, what school is she at? Charleston, Charles, it is Charleston, yes. I, I saw her play once for Point Borough, and it was he had her all over the field, yeah. One, one minute, she was playing forward, defense, all over, so you know, kind of like you know, you're you go up, you play defense, play midfield, you're kind of all over too for Manus One. Do you remember your first coach when you started playing or your first you know when you were on your first serious club team?
1: Uh yeah, um Christy Holly was my okay. first coach. Um who is actually he's my stepdad now. So, mm-hmm. um he both my parents are huge soccer people, so it's mm-hmm. like I always like had the soccer surrounding.
0: Yes. That's why I also a little shocked you started later at at 7.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, when I was younger, I was always traveling, so it was kind of hard to get to something.
0: It's funny. There was a a sort of video on YouTube. It was a tribute, you know, to your mother, and you were probably two running around and stuff. It was pretty funny because you hear the other players say, you know, Riley, Riley. right? So how did he help, you know, being your first coach, you know, what did he actually help you in your development for the game? What do you think he had the biggest impact for?
1: He probably developed me in my skills. Um, it was like a lot of like drib- like the dribbling aspect, the shooting, the long balls, like all like the smaller stuff. like he helped me get there. and then as I grew up, it was more my mom. and then my other coach for match fit, Mike Lyons, like they helped me develop me into the player I am today. But Christy was a huge part of the smaller steps getting there.
0: That's, you know, that's how you progress. You know, you to start with the smaller stuff And, you know, your free kits and your long ball, you know, are pretty good out there, the games I've been to. So, you know, good job there. So your current club is MatchFit?
1: Yeah, so I – so it's really actually upsetting because – so I tried out for MatchFit right after my left ACL, so my first one. And I made the team, and then I tore it right during – High school, the end of junior year high school season. So I didn't actually get to play, unfortunately, with match fit. So I'm still trying to figure things out. I'm, I'm hoping to be maybe a practice player for them just to, like, get my still develop as a player.
0: Um, Now, we'll talk about your injury in a second. I, you know, I just want to talk, you know, going into high school as a freshman. What were some goals you set for yourself that you wanted to achieve? You know, it could be your freshman year or things you also wanted to achieve throughout your career at Manusquan.
1: Um, my freshman year going in, I was definitely nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. I went to a couple of the games, but the level always changes every year in high school. So when I went there, I just wanted to prove myself that saying, like, I can hang with, like, I can hang and I can help you guys and just like be there for everyone and be like the underclassmen and then going through high school my goals were just to like just really work hard and just show everyone like especially as a senior now to show all the underclassmen that working hard gets you somewhere and there's bumps in everything that you do there's the ups and downs so if you just work hard you can get past it
0: now your freshman year was covid year two right mm-hmm. How did you handle those changes because going to school was different at that time? And like yeah. I say, that all the players, you, you might have got on the bus to head to a game and then you get a phone call that the game's canceled because somebody on the other team. So it was probably tough mentally, especially as a freshman, not knowing if the game was going to happen and stuff like that. So how did you handle those changes, you know, during the pandemic?
1: It was definitely hard. Like you never knew but I was lucky enough to have amazing seniors and upperclassmen. Um, one that really, even today, like I still love her death was Freddie Ramir. She helped me through everything. And like, when I didn't know what to do anything, she gave me advice right away. So with her, it was, it was, it was, I would thank her every day.
0: And, you know, that's big because of- I know how it is as a freshman going in, you know, varsity and you're always nervous to have a senior uh, that you can rely on. That's actually a question I always like to ask players who is somebody you could depend on your freshman year if you had a question or if you were nervous. And that also says good job, you know, Coach Price, you yeah. know, getting that where – because there are schools where seniors have some resentment if there's a freshman that, you know, is going to be playing some varsity minutes. Mm-hmm. And so that says a good thing about the program she's developing there. And you could tell by the way the success the last couple of seasons Madison's um, been having. So when did you inj- get injured your first time? Was it during the high school season or after the high school season?
1: So it was after soccer season, basketball season started, wow. and I played with a of my friends for fun. It was more of like a fun, like gathering type thing. And it was my first game and I went up to just block a girl and I just fell wrong. And it just, I felt the three cracks. And at the time I had no idea, like, I didn't know what this feeling was. I was like, I was like, I couldn't even control my like anger because I was like, I've never been injured before. But I remember it was COVID time. So no parents were there. It was Everything was on. Oh. So, so I called my mom and I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. She told and she knew right away. yeah. So she told me that this is going to be a long process, but she was going to be there for me every step of the way. So it was it was hard.
0: Yeah. And that like you said, COVID time, not having your parents, you know, there that, you know you know, right when it first happened, you know, probably had to wait to, you, you know, you got out at the gym or, you know, whatever. And like you said, you never felt it. Now, when you had the second one, did you know that? So
1: the second one, I didn't actually, because the feeling was much different. Like it was almost like, it was in like the back of my leg, if that makes sense. Like, okay. like my, like, I, I can't even explain it. Like, it was just, like, the, my entire back of my leg, I was, like, it was, like, throbbing. And I remember my mom came up and picked me up from the thing. And she, like, laid me down. We didn't think it was an ACL huh. until I went to the doctors. And I got a few tests done, like, the ACL test. And it was the last one. They were, like, Dr. Samos was, like, uh, MRI. And I was, like, oh, no.
0: I think when I was speaking to your mom during the summer at that brick summer event they thought oh, maybe yeah. it was a it was a broken bone or something yeah. in or something and they she was actually hoping it was a broken bone
1: I think we all were hoping
0: yeah so now your first one took longer to recover if I'm correct than the second yes. one yes did you have setbacks it was just wasn't healing as fast as the doctors were thinking
1: um my left one I think was more on the mental side personally I okay. I struggled more. Um, because I just didn't know how to handle it. Cause like I wanted to play so bad, but I also had a little bit of a groin injury during it too. So that set me back, but I think it was more of the mental side.
0: I mean, that's, you know, I spoke, to, I interviewed another player who tore ACL during club season in the spring and she she's never experienced that. And she said it was very tough on the men. It was mentally, and then she said once she was able to get over that, she was able to focus more on, you know, getting the knee healthy and stuff. So, you know, especially people forget you're teenagers too, you know, so it's you're going through a lot there. You know, you want to play, and, you know, I I understand completely. So the second one happened against Robbinsville, and I heard it was a very – crappy field was it a bad field was it um
1: no they had a beautiful oh. big turf field oh it was, it was the, the trainer
0: guys. didn't come out right that's yeah, what, it was. That's, what that's- it
1: was that's when my mom came out and carried me
0: yes because len from the co-star he he you okay. know texted me updates so i know what's going on games i'm not at and said you got her and said that your mom had to carry you <laughs> off the field so now let's talk about your junior year you know the team really made an impact uh throughout the season I just I'm just pulling up your schedule for last season. Now um you beat you know Point Beach was a very good team last season. That was during the season. And um but during the Shure Conference, your team tournament, your team really made a statement. You know, you won your first round game against Jackson Liberty. And then you know Middletown South who I think was the third seed maybe at the time they they were or third or six but they were high up there and you went into Middletown and you know you won two to two to one just talk about the excitement because Madison Girls Sports you hear basketball and yeah. now soccer you know and I used to joke you know soccer was making a name fine so how did it feel to be part of that you know kind of bringing this program to the front you know where a sure conference could see that there's good soccer in Madison
1: I mean, scoring that winning goal, I had, I remember I was thinking and I turned around and I looked at my team and I just remember we were all so excited. I mean, Middletown South, they're an amazing team. So for us to upset them was probably one of the best feelings in the world. And I remember going to school the next day and we all were like in (laughs) everyone's faces. You better be at this game. You better be at that game. Like we beat them. It was just, I came in like, I remember it was pouring rain too. It was like, it was one of the best feelings. I, I like, I, I replay it in my head sometimes.
0: And no, as you get older, those are the memories you're going to remember the most. I'm sure. Ask your mom. I'm sure some of the high school times she had, it was one of her best memories too. And then, you know, you went into States, you you win the first round game against Holmdale, Robinsville, you win, but you end up getting hurt. And then, you know, making it to the semifinals against wall who ended up winning the sectional and making it to the group finals, losing one, nothing. How did it affect you mentally knowing that you you couldn't be out there to help your team, you know, for your team then?
1: I was very upset. I mean, I tried everything I did. I was cheering on my teammates. I was giving them like all the advice I could when they had questions. Like I was, every time they walked over, I gave them like, even if they made like the little mistakes, I was telling them, don't worry, keep going. You're fine. But I remember just thinking, like looking at the field, cheering them on. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, "What I would do to just play and be there for my teammates right now."
0: That yeah, that's great. And I was worried, you know when I was getting ready to do my preseason stuff um, back, you know, July. I text coach, not knowing whether because I know ACL injuries they could take you take take a full year, or as you, you know, maybe even even longer. And, you know, she said they were planning on they pretty sure you were going to be back ready, you know, by the end of September. And then I saw you at that brick event and you you looked strong out. You know, you weren't playing, but you were, you know, warming up the goalie and stuff like that. And I, you know, I said to the coach price, I said, she looked pretty strong out there. So how did it feel, you know, knowing that, you you know, you, you didn't miss your senior year, you were able to recover, heal and, you know, even though you only played a few minutes that opening day, you were basically back with the team to start the season this year.
1: I mean, it's amazing. I didn't know what to expect. You never know what to expect in an injury because there's, it's like a chart. I always say it goes up and down. You never know. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, if I had to think someone would be my physical therapist, Wes, he was there for me throughout summer, three days a week, training as hard as we could because Kim and I both wanted like we both wanted the same thing like we wanted me to be back to play so I'm just overjoyed that I got the chance to play my senior 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 season because I lost my sophomore.
0: Now this season you you girls are having a great season your three losses are all to you know higher higher ranked teams but even you know you open up against your first game gets rained out and you're end up opening against freehold, you know, who hasn't lost a short conference game in in years, right, okay. for now. But your team looked pretty good in the first – you, you had – you know, there was 10 minutes where you you girls were attacking. What was the message, you know, Coach Price gave the team before that freehold game?
1: Um, Just to play with purpose. Like, just to play our hardest, like – that obviously for Hill township, they are a very good team. They have very good players like just together. So our goal was just to play the hardest we can and see what we can do, make complete passes and just try and go out their goalkeeper.
0: Now we'll talk a little bit in the future of this season. Do you want that rematch obviously with, with wall, but you know, in the States and group two and, uh, Showed them that, you know, there's in that little area where St. Rose Wall and Manisquan that there's a new new team in charge.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would I think myself and my entire team would love to see Wall again. And I know Wall would love to see us again. It's one of the biggest games like everyone looks forward to it. its wall and Manisquan.
0: Last question for, you know, this season, what is something you hope to pass down to your underclassmen? You know, you being one of the senior leaders this season.
1: Um, just to like I was saying before, just to work as hard as you can, because being an underclassman, you never know, like you're going to look up to these seniors and you're going to be like, I wish that was me. And if you work hard, Coach Price will notice that she loves people who work hard and do the best that they can. So if these underclassmen work hard and they show they show up, they'll get what they
0: deserve. You ready for some rapid fire questions? Yes. All right. What's your favorite movie?
1: Happy Gilmore.
0: Happy Gilmore. Wow, that's back in my day.
1: <laughs> I like.
0: I like it. Favorite TV show? Friends. Friends. All right. Favorite school subject?
1: Human body systems.
0: Okay. They didn't have that when I was in school.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: favorite food? Sushi. Sushi. Okay. Something you enjoy to do what you enjoy doing when you're not on the field.
1: Oh, uh driving around with friends.
0: Okay. You know, beach is usually the common common answer for <laughs> um your favorite number. Thirteen. What is your go to song before a game to get yourself hyped up?
1: Oh um I'd probably say heartless.
0: Who sings that? I don't know.
1: I actually don't even know. I don't okay. even know. I just it's just in my like search on music.
0: Okay. Uh last rapid fire question. When you're done playing, do you want to still be involved with soccer like coaching or training? Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll we'll talk about your your future. Um what are you looking at for school? Are really? you looking to go south where it's nice and warm, stay home, big school, small school?
1: Um, probably more like, kind of like Shea, where, like Charleston, okay. like I'm looking like over there in that area. That's
0: a gorgeous area.
1: Yeah, nice. I love it over there. So that's probably where I'm looking. And I like bigger schools. I like it. So
0: do they need to have a football team? Because that's the answer I've been getting lately. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Which mean, was she?
1: Either way, it doesn't like, Is it just depends for me, like about the surrounding and the atmosphere. Yeah. And if like the education of the school.
0: That's smart. Because what i tell kids if they ask you guys be somewhere where you could see yourself if there was no sports involved some place yeah. you like an area you like so that that's that's good do you know what you want to study yet
1: um physical therapy
0: physical therapy now going through the process that you were going through recovering is that what turned you to physical therapy so
1: I always wanted to go in the medical field I just didn't know what it was even when I was like a baby like I always said I wanted to do something in medical field but when I tore my ACL I kind of I was around it all the time so I saw these physical therapists and I was like wow I want to do this I was like I want to help people
0: you're the second person one of my first interviews I did which was when COVID came around gave similar answer they just being injured. Uh, it wasn't as serious injury as you had, but just constantly being with physical therapists to keep fresh and stuff. They change their mind, and that's the field they and are studying in college. So that's that's great, and that means you had a really good physical therapist that got you to thinking that way. So you answered the next question: What do you want to do after, um, you know, you're done playing? Yeah. All right. This is my last question. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Advice I would give my younger self? I would probably say that there are many ups and downs. You never know what to expect. Um, There's many bumps you're gonna hit and you just have to overcome them.
0: Yeah, I mean, so thank you. Freshman year, you had to deal with COVID and then you get injured have a pretty healthy junior year, but then get hurt at the end. So you you know exactly the ups and downs and, you know, I I would have to say you navigated through it, you know, pretty well. So Thank you. All right. Well, Riley, thank you for taking time out tonight and good luck the rest of the season. And hopefully you can make some, your team can make some noise in the short conference tournament. And uh, I'm predicting you, you could upset one of the top five teams that's my I've been and I've been telling coaches that since the beginning of the season when I saw you play freehold that I'm not saying (laughs) freehold but that that tier you know I think you know the central game another game I was at that I thought your team looked very good you just couple unlucky breaks so but I good luck and um to your team and uh like I said uh, make some noise in the short conference tournament thank you No problem. All right, everybody. Thank you. Next week, short conference seating is Friday. So we'll have my predictions and previews, hopefully Saturday. So, Brian, thank you once again.
1: Thank you.